Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Corner Talks podcast. Today, I have a good friend, sound engineer, sound recordist, Luke DiMacchino. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Good, good. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, I should mention uh, you better known as Chino uh, as your stage name. That's kind of yeah. like your professional name in the business. That's how I really knew you as. And what's funny when I made you uh, the invite link and the podcast questions, I only knew you by Chino. There's no yeah. indication of your full name on uh, Instagram. Yeah. And a lot of people would just kind of go by that. So I'm just kind of used to being called that. So I just kind of reference myself as that though. So yeah, for sure. What's the, uh, any sort of backstory behind getting that name? Um, honestly, it was, uh, it's kind of funny. It was a PlayStation name. Oh, okay, so cool. That's, that's someone like, like just mispronounced and then all my friends just like loved it. So it just turned into like that. And then I took that name and since everyone knew me by it, I just made it my music name just to like, you know, keep it consistent, I guess. Yeah, the important thing, man, is that it rolls right off the tongue. It's nice and short. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not like a long, uh, you know, pointless kind of name. Yeah, uh, exactly. Exhaustive name. Yeah, for sure, man. But it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast uh, after being such a fan of the, your music and sound that you produce for artists. Um, I highly admire your line of work and your craft as an artist, having the ability to create musical notes, beats, rhythms um, out of essentially nothing. Uh, that's honestly true magic to me. Like a lot of people say film is magic, which it is in a way. I call it more miraculous uh, that everything comes together uh, because I've been on set many times and it's amazing how like these moving parts and things could, you know, literally uh, not work out in, in, in the moment, in a moment's notice. Um, but the fact that when you're editing it, it seems to work uh, seamlessly uh, is, is truly a miracle in itself. But with music, it's magic, man. Like I, I'm not musically inclined at all. And I love music. I use it to leverage my craft. I'm actually scoring a short film right now. And the fact that I can, yeah, man, the fact that I can like, you know, pick any selection of music from different genres, from different moods and settings and instruments. I, I just don't even know how it is conceived in the, to begin with. You know what I mean? So credit to you for, for tackling this art form and being right. talented at it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it took a lot of time to get to where I'm at now. And I mean, there are a lot of moving parts, even like how you said with film and stuff, and it can get a little overwhelming. But then once you kind of get the hang of everything. For sure, man. Yeah, honestly, like, I, I'm sure you're the same way as me. Like, this isn't just our passion. This is our calling. This is something that we're drawn to for a reason. Uh, this is all that we know. And again, from hearing your tracks, you know, uh, with Falk One represent, we'll be talking about him and your collaboration very soon because he's a prominent collaboration that you have in recent memory. Um, and that's the music video that I directed. That was uh, your song, Reckless. Um, yeah. Amazing song, very catchy, very, you know, uh, in touch, very relevant, I should say, with the generation. Um, but I want to get into now, how did you discover your passion and talent for music? Um, for me, I mean... Put simply, it was honestly a genuine curiosity for how it's made. Um, I started getting into EDM, electronic like dance music, and then I kind of just got more and more interested in it. And then I started going to like, you know, shows and festivals and that kind of thing. And then eventually I just kind of wondered how, you know, these artists that like I listened to make this stuff. Yeah. It seems, it seems to just appear out of thin air. <laughs> yeah. Like I was right? saying. Yeah. So I just like went on YouTube and just like started searching around and just found stuff and found softwares and then just started practicing. And then I realized that I really enjoyed it. Um, I was really bad at it at first because, you know, you're not used to like the, the regular process and the flow and what to do. Right. It really got like a good interest in me. No, that's cool. And what kind of like software do you use? Because I was trying to dabble in, in that area and I kind yeah. of gave up on it. Is it uh, audition? I 
No, for, for me, I first started with uh, FL Studio. I think it's it's pretty common and and more honestly in like uh, the beat makers, like rap beats and that kind of thing because okay. it's so easy to use. Um, I mean, there's so many out there. Like I've tried with Logic Pro, which is um, like an Apple software. I believe it's owned by Apple. Um, but for me, like it just, they were all so complicated and FL Studio uh, stands for Fruity Loops. Like it was just like, <laughs> It just worked for me and I and I liked it and yeah. it was simple. So I just kind of went with it and then I just have been using it ever since. It's been like seven years now, I think, with it. So yeah, no, great, uh, great kind of um background story, you know, how you got into music and uh with regards to the musical programs. Um, but I want to know from you, man, like why did you decide to fully commit to pursuing a career in music? Uh I mean, it was just really fun, honestly. Like yeah. from like the beginning, like I just had a lot of fun doing it. And I mean, I know the the saying is, you know, time flies when you're having fun. And it really has. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's been like six, seven years. And like, it's felt like yesterday that it just started. Um, and it's honestly, it, like, it's a joy of getting to work with like other artists, like Fuck One and stuff. And it's, it's really fun. So, I mean, clearly, like I got something going on here. I enjoy doing it. Like I'm getting better at it. So um, I figured why not just continue with it, honestly. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like work to you. Right. Like, I think that's the most important thing. When not I'm, at all. Not yeah. at all. And that's like the best part about it is like, I mean, sometimes it can be taxing because you, yeah, it, it's hard to find uh, like the gold, you know, like you go through so many like poor things to get like the best thing. Um, but then once you find it, it's like, it's just, it's fantastic. It's a great feeling. Yeah, no, honestly, then like the thing for me is that, uh, like you said, it can get taxing. I think the only reason why, um, it can get a little, a little bit lethargic, uh, you know, at times, um, tiresome, I mean, is that, uh, you just kind of put a lot of pressure on yourself. Um, yeah. I think that's oh, when yeah. the expectations come in, um, because there was a time, especially me when I was much younger and, you know, that's all you had, right. You had school and your passion. Um, yeah. there was not really any expectations to be an adult, <laughs> any expectations exactly. to make money by a certain time or get a job or, you know what I mean? But as yeah. you pile those things on, that's why a lot of people say this is the best time the best age to do it because you don't have any that many responsibilities as you can I think agree. of right i agree definitely yeah so i'm glad we're on the same page with that um and i'm glad you treat it like it's fun you know it's not something because you want to make a, a quick buck out of you know yeah I mean? exactly but yeah some people might say that like you know hey like uh you know maybe it's easy money right but for you it's uh it's all about passion that's where it starts so i'm happy about that yeah um, now with this decision to pursue music uh full-time um, you were mentioning before the podcast, you got a family business going on. Um, yeah. and from what I see, your friends seem supportive, but was that all, um, was there all support? Were there any setbacks, uh, from the people closest to you? No, from day one, everyone was so supportive. And I think that was like such like a crucial part of it. Um, cause at the start, you know, it's a very uncertain thing. Like it's a new thing. So, uh, my parents, especially were always like trying to help me out with like, yeah. you know, things I needed, maybe like even, even putting out ideas of like directions I should go in. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. So it was, it was really nice to see that because like, especially at the start when like you're the person and you like know nothing about what you're doing, Yeah. like you just, you're hard on yourself, right? Because it's like the expectation is like at the very top, but then you're like always to yourself at the very bottom. Yeah. Um, and then friends as well, you know? just like the general support about like, you know, when's the next project? Like, what are you working on? Like, what's it like? You know what I mean? So having even just like the slightest of interest from like people around you, it goes a long way because you see that people care and then you start to get more.
Oh, you cut out. Sorry, what was the last thing you said? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just said um, it's good to have like the slightest bit of feedback and support because uh, you just get more inspired and more passionate about what you're doing and you want to keep sharing. That yeah, that's interesting that you said that because yeah. that's something that I kind of argue with uh, some sort of creatives or even people that support me is the recognition, right? They might yeah. look at it as something that's petty or you know pretentious, like why do you need that? Um, but it, it's good to, to be encouraged, right? Like your work is being seen it's being heard it's being valued um, yeah and and that's something that a lot of artists sometimes don't get and and we need that right we also need to be self-aware too right we have to know if our work is good right like as much as i believe my work is good the only reason why i keep going after it is because i know it's hitting an audience right um, yeah you feel the same way yeah i mean and even in certain aspects um i think one thing i appreciate even more honestly than recognition is like criticism in a way okay great right because i mean even if you if you're putting something out there that you think is your best people might see in a supportive way and they might tell you that there's things that you can work on and then eventually i mean in my case i started to see little things like i open old projects of mine and i see the old things i used to do at the time i thought they were like the proper way but then i mean two three years down the road you see that like it was like an amateur way to do it. Yeah. So the criticism helps you like kind of open your eyes to see, okay, maybe there's a way it can go about this. that's better. And then you improve from that. So I think I value, I mean, both at the same uh, time and place, but I think they're both important in their own way. Yeah. That speaks a lot on your character, right? Like that you're an open-minded individual. Um, a lot of artists could be exactly. very protective of their work, um, you know, recluse, but you uh, embrace it. You embrace change and that's what's getting you uh, this far, right? um through exactly. progress um that's something that i uh, definitely uh, not that i wasn't uh, open to criticism but uh art let's be honest is you know an expression of you it's an extension i should really say um so a lot of times it could be very personal if someone is butchering it or attacking it but what you soon realize is they're trying to help yeah you. they're trying to help you improve and get better that's why you have to like get it from the right people that matter right um, yeah yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it took, it's kind of the same thing for me. At first, it's like you think everyone's like just trying to be rude, but then it's like that's not the case, obviously. Like, yeah, of course. Supportive. Like, there are people that are obviously like, you know, going to attack you or criticize you, uh, especially as you uh, grow larger and larger, right? Uh, on yeah. your, in your career. But for the most part, you have to, as an artist as well, that's what I meant by the self awareness is take what you need, right? Exactly. Take what's, what's important to you um, and where you can apply it. Right. You have to also be self-aware as an artist, like what you're capable of and what you're talented with. Right. Um, yeah, that's really well put. If you don't stand yeah. for something, you'll fall for anything as they exactly. say, right? so that applies to that area for sure. <laughs> as an artist. But, uh, appreciate that, Chino. Um, and now music, you know, as I established is such a fascinating yeah. medium. Yeah. Oh, I cut off. Yeah. Oh, you cut out. Uh, we're good. Yeah. Okay. We're back. <laughs> a lot of editing on this podcast. That yeah. I gotta do. It's all good. It's all good. Um, music is such a fascinating medium, as I established. Uh, I often tell my guests and colleagues of film that the art itself is imperative to telling my stories. So like I was telling you with my short film I'm editing right now, score mm-hmm. just elevates it. It really transcends the story um, and it immerses people with emotion, right? Um, right. So I want to know from you, like, what is the creative process um, when you're creating a track for an artist? Like, how do you even come up with it? Well, I mean, I think what you just said is a very important part. Like, it's about emotion. For okay. me, at least, um, nice. there's no really like like set starting point that I go with. I kind of right. just go with like whatever mood I'm in. And then I just start throwing things at the wall and like whatever sticks and catches my ear is just like, okay, let's go with this and try where it goes. And a lot of time it fails, but that's kind of like the process, right? And 
for me, because um, I produce like tracks for myself, like under my own name, and then for right. people like for Fuck One. So for me, I kind of go with like, I guess, melodies first and build it from there. Because I mean, the only really attention that's there is is my own. And there's no one else like having to, I guess, approve it, if you will. Right. Um, but then for working with someone with Falk One, like usually I just make a couple of, of like instrumentals and send it to him. And then he'll kind of pick what he likes or maybe he'll give me ideas on what kind of vibe he's going for. And then I just, you know, kind of readjust and send it back to him. Oh, okay. um, so it's so really all over the one, place. Yeah, it's not you one know, dependent on the other. Like you, you will create sometimes your own beats and he'll work a song around that. Wow, yeah and sometimes, he'll, sometimes he'll give me a vocal line and he's like i really like this and i'm like okay so then i kind of think <laughs> about what i could put behind it and then i started sending him like a rough sketch and then he's like yes or no and then we go from there it's it's a lot of back and forth but yeah i think it's well needed to to get like the perfect result so, amazing yeah. no uh, that, that's something that i'm always drawn to right as a filmmaker because i'm using a lot of your uh well not your your music specifically but the, you know the industry yeah, right yeah, i'm using yeah. music and I always want to know, like, you know, from someone in your position, a music producer, like how uh, that manifests, right? How, how that uh, comes into creation. Um, and that's very interesting to hear. It, it kind of makes sense too, right? Like people ask me, how do I write a story? Sometimes yeah. it's, I'm inspired by a conversation with a friend or like, I'll see something on the street. Another time I'll just hear a track, right? Kind of like what you send the track yeah. to talk one. And I'll be like, yo, like this track inspires me. This hits hard. This, And then I start creating a whole world from just that one piece of music. Sometimes yeah. because... I want to see a whole world surround, like centered on that one piece of music uh, being used, right? So that's, again, a testament to how important music and sound is uh, in filmmaking, right? We often yeah. joke around as filmmakers, uh, it's second, if not just as important as story, right? Like as soon as when you watch a movie, man, like if the sound is off or like the music, you're not going to watch it, no matter how great the visuals yeah. are, no matter how yeah. the performance yeah. could be. Like, you know what I mean? Robert De Niro, Academy Award, whatever. But you'll, <laughs> yeah. you'll turn it off. You'll be like, yo, I it can't watch this. Yeah, yeah it, really, it really can make or break like a scene or, or like a, a whole film in, in general, right? So That's why I call the guy. When what, I'm yeah. yeah, no, when I'm doing a film yeah. set, that's why I call the guy recording the sound God. Because if that guy's telling me we can't, <laughs> we, I'm serious. If that guy's telling me, yo, we can't yell action yet because there's a propeller in the background and he, like a plane's flying by, we have to wait to, for it to pass. I'm listening to him because that could screw up a whole take. Yeah. Guess what? If that take works out, I can't use that shot because all you hear is bah, 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 right in the back. True, true. Yeah. So and, he decides. Yeah. yeah. And that's things, I guess, like those guys that just have, like, they're very, I guess, simple things in nature, but they just have the ear for it and they, they know what will work and what won't work. And like, 100%. I, I, I wouldn't even say that I'm at that point yet. So I <laughs> want to know from you, like, what influences from artists uh, to genres play a role in your construction of the music? Um, I mean, I take a lot of inspiration from music I listen to, okay. which is mostly like EDM, but a lot of times I just kind of listen just to random things. Okay. Just to see like what people are doing in a sense, right? To see maybe what new things have introduced and maybe how I could take like a piece of it or like an inspiration. So EDM is, is probably your most prominent influence, you would say? Yeah, yeah, because I've listened to it like most of my life and that's kind of what I'm more drawn to yeah um so I appreciate that too yeah i love that genre <laughs> I mean, yeah let's go <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. so i i mean even if they're like uh sub genres of edm that i don't make right like there might there might be things that um i take from it and use it in a like a different way right so um i'm really like just open to anything and just kind of take ideas like at face value for what they could be like, you know what i mean so i kind of i mean 
it it really just depends on i guess the, the emotion as well about what kind of like it's a good point. I'm, I'm into creating um, yeah so sometimes it's sometimes it doesn't line up but if it does and i'm i'm in the zone for it then i just i just run with it yeah it's important because you're not beholden to just one genre right uh, exactly you can apply yourself in in different areas and uh you're versatile really that's yeah, what it, yeah that's what yeah. the best artist is um because people ask me like what kind of music do you like i'm like listen i'm as a filmmaker i listen to everything literally like if yeah. a country music fits the scene beautifully we're putting it in like synonymous mm-hmm. Um, my, my iTunes is literally all over the place from different genres, one hit wonders, like crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not that kind of guy that just has hip hop or Drake. You know what I mean? Like, cause a lot of people our age, let's be honest, have either hip hop or rap. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just that what the generation's listening to, just like when our parents were around, it was like rock and heavy metal, exactly. but yeah, man, like I, I, I appreciate that you said that, um, that you're not beholden to just one genre. It's kind of like anything can play an influence, but EDM, man. Yeah. Different sound for sure. Um, beautifully put to, uh, in music, uh, I mean, in movies, um, it could act as a score. Um, mm-hmm. and a lot of EDM music I listen to actually inspires certain scenes or, or moments in a script. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah, no, for sure. So when you said that I was, again, Avicii, um, definitely, um, is on, uh, like my top 10 for sure. Um, I have other artists in my head that I can't really think of. I'm really bad with artist names. I'm serious. I just kind of listen to the song. Yeah, um, I want that too sometimes. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I have one here. Let me pull it up because uh, there is it's going to bother me. But uh, no, listening to just this artist, um, it's just like it, it's really beautiful, like how the sounds like kind of euphoric, really. Like it's uh, done in a nice like kind of symphony, uh, yeah. like Shane Cod. Like I've been listening to that. Uh, he does EDM music. Yeah. And like Mentis, um, yeah, Shane Cod more and more recently. Um, it's at the gym a lot too. Get out of my head. <laughs> Just crazy, crazy music. But um, yeah, for sure. Like definitely a great artist. Is there an artist particularly that you are fond of or that inspires you? Um, uh, I mean, at the very beginning, it's still now. Uh, it was Martin Garrix. Okay. Of course, like right. I mean, one yeah. of the biggest names there is. So it's not, re- it's not really like a unique story or anything, but uh, he was kind of the one that, um really got me kind of going and then even more recently um not as well known but is he goes by brooks and he's made songs with uh, martin garrix and david getta and i used to like but well, that's not used to i still do like like love his music and like uh take inspiration for what he does and his like technical stuff um but it's cool as well because uh I, I, like last time sometime last year when i was downtown he was actually there and i met him just on the street randomly and he's not oh, wow. from here. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, shit. Sure. He's you already met your here. hero. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's meeting their hero here. I love it. Tarantino, yeah, where are you? Where are you at? <laughs> so it was cool because like he was like so nice. And it's like it's it's weird to see someone that you kind of like idolize in a way in person. That's amazing, man. Yeah. That's a sign from God. So you're just walking literally. And he was, I was just- walk. We left the bar. I was walking down the street and he was coming out of uh, I think it was Petty Cash or something okay. like that. And well, he I was just- by himself? No, he was with um, I think it was his girlfriend and I guess oh, his good, friend dope. and his friend. They're like like the double date kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just saw him and like instantly I recognized him. Of course. I was, at first you kind of get scared because you're just like like holy <laughs> smokes like this is like is this what I think it is you know? That's crazy, man. Um, and then yeah, it was, he was really nice. Took a picture, all that kind of stuff, and then oh, good for you, man. Well, yeah, yeah like, you have that moment now, right? Like you can sleep yeah. easier at night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You had that moment. Yeah. That's great. Did you tell him like what you do and like what you aspire to do? Well, I, I, at the moment I didn't because I was honestly just too in shock. Yeah, um, of course, but yeah. after after because like I was like a like a thing I put on my story and then I DM'd him whatever and he responded and he was like so oh, he, nice. That's amazing. He actually he responded. Did. Wow. He, he responded. He followed me back. 
Uh, oh, he did. Okay. He fought Martin Garrix. Follows you. That's crazy. No, not Martin. Not Martin Garrix. Oh, not Martin oh. Garrix. Um, the, the guy Brooks I was talking about, who's worked with Martin Garrix. Oh, okay, okay, okay. My bad. Um, but he's still like really big, like in like the scene. Like he plays at like if you know festivals, like like Ultra Tomorrowland. Yeah, yeah, um, those are big like festivals. He, yeah, sure. he, he like he plays there, and he he he's he's released a song actually with Martin Garrix like a couple weeks ago. Um. So yeah, he was so nice. He responded to my my DM. He followed me back and stuff. So it was like one of those things that's just like it's just a feel good moment. Yeah, man, that's that's your field, right? Like that's that that's who you are. You're a music producer, right? Yeah. Uh, just yeah. like who I idolize Tarantino, an actor would idolize DiCaprio, right? Like exactly. It, it's it's in your field. So like I wouldn't know who that is, but to you, it's special, right? Yeah. Um, and and it's the same thing, right? Of who my hero is. Falk one has his heroes, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um. Very cool, man. Um, now I want to get into uh, something, you know, why uh, we choose as artists to pursue this path, uh, why we're crazy enough uh, to have the conviction. Uh, mm-hmm. So for you, what, ins- what inspires you most uh, to consistently create music or as your Instagram page would say, seek the magic in music? Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Because even you said like at the very start of the podcast, like how it's magic. Yeah, it is. Uh, man. <laughs> I, I love how you put it, but even like a, a way, I guess, to explain it in a in a way that makes sense to like most people is sure. when you find a song that you just can't wait to play over and over and over again. Like you can't stop listening to it like in a day. It happens to me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> and you're just like you can't wait to get in your car or get home just to blast that just one. Just to song. blast it. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the feeling I get with making it. Like that's when amazing. I make something, when I make something that I think is like has potential to be really good, I can't wait to get back like where I'm sitting right now has the studio, right. and just like, uh, and just go at it again. So like it's it's kind of like that 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 burning passion to like keep going at what you're doing. And then when I find that, that one kind of, that one thing, it just, it, it just makes my day. So that's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like the magic that, that I, that I want to seek all the time. So that's, Boy, that's a great way of putting it because that's, that's definitely something to strive for. Um, everyone can relate to listening to that same song, um, over and over again. Yeah. As a filmmaker, there's so many songs. I have like a playlist tab, uh, that's called film. So it's basically all the tracks that I'm inspired by. Um, but also I want to see in my own films um mm-hmm. if i get the licensing and like i'm at the gym and i'm just replaying this song i'm not kidding you like over and over <laughs> again and you're thinking to yourself like why would you replay the same fucking song over and over again yeah yeah but some songs hit different man some songs just like it, it again transcends the feeling um you know the ideas that you that come to mind um even the mood right um so really cool man that, that, that was really well put I, I actually admire that um to make songs that are uh listenable right like for me my my whole goal is as a filmmaker to make films that you want to rewatch again or when you do rewatch them you get more value from them right right um i always tell people i work with my colleagues is you got to have a rewatchability factor so what that means is when you watch it again you get something out of it more and more and i don't know about your favorite Mm -hmm. movies but like a lot of people will tell me uh, every time I rewatch, you know, Lord of the Rings or Star Wars, like I'll get something more out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I really appreciate that part of like film, like being able to like pick up on new things after watching a second time, maybe because you take a different view on it or you understand it yeah. a bit more. Um, I mean, I, I really like that depth because I mean, uh, I know I imagine a story with film is so like perfectly constructed that there's so much that goes into it that you can get by watching it different times. Uh, well yeah a well-written well-crafted film man i'm telling you because again i study it just like you study mm-hmm. music uh it's like science it's not even art like it's it's everything means something everything help like 
is, is a cause and effect to something mm -hmm. else. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, that's why I always like tell, I'm insistent whenever I'm like writing something, I'm very particular. It's like every piece of dialogue has to be spoken a certain way or said a certain way because it, um, you know, re transpires to the next thing. Right. Um, right. It, has to, it, it involves the next thing. Everything is kind of intertwined. Um, mm -hmm. If you miss a piece of dialogue, it could screw up in the editing process because yeah. characters will be talking about something that wasn't really uh, brushed upon before. Right. Um, also the narrative three act structure, right? Like if things aren't introduced in the first act, you can't mention in the third act. Right. 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 So you start to see it as like art is basically a science, man. Like at, at some point, I think like us, like, what we do in our craft. Uh, I don't know if you're witnessing this, but you kind of strip the illusion every day you uh, kind of persist at this craft. You feel the same? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of kind of like what you said, there's a lot of technicals to in music. Um, maybe not so many pieces as there is in film, just because there's a lot of like moving parts in film. And oh, yeah. 100%. Different things that go <laughs> yeah. into one, right? For sure. Um, but there are technicals that you can get lost in in music, but sometimes I do get lost in it as well. Um, and it's tough because it does become a science at a point, but I try not to take away from the creativity because then you really just limit yourself, you know? Yeah, for sure. And that's a great way of putting it, right? It's like, as much as I see it as a science, you'll take away the magic or, or yeah, the fun of it, right? Exactly. Um, if you look at it too much, I just can't help it because I'm in it so often that yeah. you just see, especially when you watch film, like, oh, that's how they pull that shot. That's how they do this. But uh, oh, that's I, cool. But a good, right? But a good, yeah. a good one. I'm telling you, man, even though I have that side of my brain, a, a well-crafted film will always immerse me and then yeah. after the fact i'll say oh that's how they did this i'll say that but um it's really amazing uh that's why i keep calling it a science man because once you kind of understand how to pull the strings in a script how to get people to react to a certain scene or emote it's really it's really a fun time excruciating uh, you know uh don't get me yeah. wrong it has its yeah. moments <laughs> you know what i mean like writings i'm not gonna say it's a walk in the park guys like yeah. I, there are moments where i have mental breakdowns probably but uh <laughs> when you get those words on paper man and you create something out of nothing right what is what, yeah. what we really do um that's probably the best reward you can get in life i think the best opening yeah. Life, right yeah you, you find that one thing that just works and then you just feel good just clicks and then, and then you listen yeah. to it i'm sure you listen to your tracks over and over again just out of prop like to yeah. learn where, where you can improve but also out of pride right like this is something that came out of my head yeah, exactly. Every yeah. once in a while, yeah, I do. Because uh, I mean, while I'm making it, I always listen to it a million times once before it's released. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. 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 Even after it. I listen to it too, it's like, wow, I actually did this. And even when you <laughs> release it, like yeah, like Reckless, I'll give you an example, right? Yeah. Uh, Falcon, it's a song. Um, you know, I did the music video for it. Um, obviously, I'm watching it over and over again to see mm -hmm. if it's a cohesive <laughs> piece of yeah. uh, piece of art. And then uh, I watch it over and over again after everyone reviews it to see what they see like i'm right. watching it with their now reviews in my head you know what i mean exactly. so it's like and the song itself uh, is probably my favorite so far i just really like the the track of it it just pulls you in and it fits perfectly with the lyrics um so i like that you guys worked uh yeah. in concert with each other i think, yeah, thank I think you. you did it beautifully yeah harmoniously thank you so much yeah of course so i've speaking of falc one speaking of all these uh, collaborations that uh, you and I, you know, we have a mutual collaboration with uh, the Toronto-based artist Falk One. Uh, mm -hmm. He seems to be a prominent figure on your socials with you two creating a number of tracks halfway into 2022. Uh, how did this creative partnership form? Yeah, uh, with Falk One, I guess to put it simply, we kind of met like a family friend, I guess, okay. in a way. Nice. Who kind of uh, gave me like his socials. Okay. Um, and then from there, I just kind of DM'd him. said like, hey, what's up? I love your stuff. I think we should work. And then we just kind of met up, 
just started like doing random things and then the vibe was just there we were jamming out it was good and then you, you could just tell like me and him could tell like at that point like okay this is this is something right something special it, right yeah 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 it was something special and then um we just started working on like tracks and then uh we got had so many at at one point that he's wanted to do an album he wanted to like finish an album yeah um so we put that together and that was at like, the first project that uh we did at the first big project we did and then from there it just kind of like like flew and it seems like it was yesterday that we just started but it's it just came so far it's just crazy yeah exactly right yeah. like double zero that album came out now you guys yeah. are just doing eps breaking it up which is kind of smart too right with marketing um gives yeah. you time to like work on other projects in the meantime and make it look as if <laughs> like it's that consistency yeah. Right? yeah yeah we have a lot going on too because like there's tracks for like like my brand like my name that, that's like, right yeah that he's singing on as well so it's like we're we're creating stuff for my brand and connect making stuff for his brand and connecting them and it's just like a lot but it's good i love those it. are the best <laughs> partnerships man right is that you you help each other out you you kind of yeah uh, kill two birds with one stone um that's what i do right with the people i collaborate with. i'm like oh you're an actor yeah okay you're gonna help you're gonna be in my short films but you're also gonna help me produce it like find you know the equipment the props right. the location you know yeah, what i mean yeah. so it's like yeah. It, it, that's what I have actually with uh, with a friend of mine right now, right? Like he not only is an actor, he acts as a producer and I provide him with a film, right? That he can right. act in, um, that he's proud of, right? Um, that yeah. he can use on his resume. And that's something that we've done uh, for two films so far now. It's getting into festivals, getting him exposure, but it also gives me exposure, right? Mm-hmm. Gets my my hands wet, like my feet wet, I should say. And like, yeah. you know, uh, lets me dive into that world of filmmaking. So really cool, man. Um, now, what other genres of music do you desire exploring with Falk One or maybe even for your own brand? Do you think um, well, I, just to begin with, like he, before we kind of started working, like he never really did EDM before. Oh, so okay. I, wow. I, yeah. So I like kind of pulled him in there and convinced him, like, you have the voice, just do it. Like, just try it. Is and this it for Nocturnal like, Nocturnal's EDM song? No, it was for um one of the EPs, uh, an EP I dropped last October. October. It was, oh, okay. it was called Game. Called Game, and, and I okay, I, I think I might have track. It. Yeah, I said on that track a while ago, and I was like, dude, you have to just like just just give it a shot. Like I I believe like you can like like put gold on it because like he has got a really great voice, and he did, yeah. and he loved it, and he's like, okay, like I see what you're talking about now. So now like when it comes to EDM songs, he just goes on it instantly, and he loves it, and it's great. Love it. He, he does such a good job. So I'm so happy to have him to do yeah. that. Um, but genre wise, we kind of go like, like all over the board really with me and him. Like, I mean, we mainly stick EDM um, and then like pop, I guess, R&B um, and then like rap, I guess you could say, but we don't really stay anywhere like certain. We kind of just go what the mood is and like, I'll just make random stuff. Sometimes I'll make a drill beat and he'll go on the drill beat. So it's just like, yeah, it's just random stuff like that. And sometimes we take like rock influence into like a, like a, like a rap song or a pop song. That's kind yeah. of like rec- what Reckless was. It was kind of like a rock influence with the guitar and the kind of like drums, I guess. It was, yeah. Sense. I was going to say it, it mirrored kind of like that rock genre. Yeah. And the the same, yeah. And the same thing with um, uh, another track we did like on one of his EPs later on after that album. But I think for the most part, we'll stay in like the kind of four main genres and kind of pull. Like we pull like rock influence into EDM, rock influence into pop, and then like maybe do the reverse. So it's kind of like all over the place there, but mostly uh, the pop, R&B, rap kind of stuff. That's cool, man. Yeah, honestly, uh, 
EDM is it's, it's kind of like a two-way street, right? Like you guys yeah. have to find like a mutual understanding, um, a common ground. If you're, mm-hmm. if I know he's into like his rap, but if you're into your EDM, um, you would yeah. want to see that right showcased. And like you said, as someone who constructs beats for a living, right, a music producer, you would want mm-hmm. uh, the only way to make it come into fruition if you have a singer, um, yeah. right? Like you can't just have like these random beats like floating around. I, I know what that struggle is as an artist, like as a film director, as much as I write my stories, if I don't have my actors or my crew, (laughs) nothing can come out. Right. So now that you have this talented artist, it's like, yo, we can put this out there. Right. Um, Yeah. So, so I do this for you, you do this for me kind of thing. Right. So I love that mutual understanding you guys have. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a real blessing because it's like, like we've kind of like moved apart from like, I guess a business partnership in a sense. Yeah. To like being friends, like being boys. And you just, that's what I was going to say. Like music for fun. I mean, yeah. I was going to say, like, originally, like, you guys weren't, because I always got the impression you guys were just friends or, like, we went to the same school, whatever, when I met you at the house party, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But then, no, he explained, no, I was through family, friends, and that's how it starts, right? Like, you got to connect. I know his parents are, you know, avid supporters, right? So, they're probably always, like, telling people, like, oh, like, my son does music, right? So. Yeah, I love that about his parents. His parents are, are so supportive. Yeah. His whole, his whole family is, and I love that so much. No, for sure. That's what you need, man. Like, my, my yeah. parents, for sure, like, I, I'm grateful that way, too. Like, very appreciative. My parents, <laughs> more reserved, like, they just keep it, like, between me. <laughs> like, yeah. Hush, hush. But um, because they don't have any of the social media. But what I'm saying is uh, when we go out or when we're at, like, a wedding, whatever, if we find mm-hmm. out, like, someone didn't film, like, they're always, especially my mom, give credit to her, always yeah. advocating about me. And that's actually how I connected with a couple people that I still connect to today because, you know, she just put herself out there and she stuck her neck out and said, you know, my son's also into it. Um, but I also mm-hmm. take, I take, take them up on it, like take the ownership and say, I'm not going to be one of those uh, recommended contacts. That's like, right. I like movies. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, one guy that I'm connecting with now is a family friend or a lot distant cousin. He's in LA. Like I make sure like I'm connecting with him, showing him like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm up to. Yeah. Cause that was always like, you know how it is like in the business everyone wants to be a music musician musician or a film artist whatever but there's one thing about talking about it and doing it right so i always like to to position myself in that way um as you are right uh always putting out stuff always creating content so that's great man i'm really happy uh with your journey so far um you know your collaboration with falc one and um you know your intention your passion uh to be a musician in the first Mm -hmm. place um, now I want to know from you before we go, what is the legacy you wish to leave behind as a music producer? The legacy. That's a good question. Cause I never really thought about that. Like, yeah, I get that a lot, you know? Um, <laughs> uh, but I think like, if I were to like, I guess, put a message that I guess would describe the legacy in a sense is like, I think that people should let the creative process take control because I think that there's a beauty in not knowing what you're doing because that lets you create things that are like, that, that someone that maybe did know what they were doing wouldn't have done. Right. right. Cause personally, I don't have any like actual education in like music production. I didn't go to school for it. Right. I didn't really do any of that. I taught everything myself. Everything I know is from me learning myself and teaching myself. Amazing. So on that journey, like I didn't really know what I was doing, but I created a lot of stuff that, that I'm happy I did because maybe if I was technically experienced that I would have thought that it was an unorthodox way to do it and I wouldn't have done it. Um, cause there are benefits to going to school for it, of course, that maybe would have, uh, boosted where I'm at right now, but I think, um, doing this route, uh, really helped me kind of get an actual hands-on understanding of, of how to do this and how to get around it. Um, so I think like 
like message wise, like legacy, legacy wise, I don't think people should um, think less of themselves if they don't have the standard, like expected yeah. um, um, experience and education that, that people think that you should have. And, and not to doubt yourself, you know, you could do anything if you really put your mind to it and if you put your time to it, like it yeah. takes, let's say time, it does take a lot of like sacrificing in a sense, you know, to, to, to get where you want to be. But I think people should just be creative. And I hope that, you know, through my work and stuff, people can, can take that message of, you know, be creative. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Worry about yourself and just have fun with it. Exactly, man. That was really well put. And uh, it's something that, uh, I aspire to as well. Like, you know, that's why I asked this question. I'm curious as to other artists, like where their mindset is at. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people, believe it or not, don't really have uh, a legacy they they wish to leave behind. It's kind of like they just want to do their art and that's it. Yeah. But there yeah, are some I people like us, what you just said is there's uh, a message that's bigger than us that they want uh, to be captured, right? Uh, by, mm-hmm. by their audience, their community. And that is, like you said, there's no formalities to, to being an artist. Uh, yeah, there's no formula to the journey. Uh, you can get it on your own um, mm-hmm. if you put your mind to it, like you just said. Uh, for me, I didn't go to film school, right? I'm self-taught exactly like you. And that's why I kind of admire you. Like when we were talking is it's not like you went to like the Juilliard school of whatever music, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, this guy like just YouTube videoed it, like just hours of commitment, persistence that all stem from really, if you think about it, just being passionate about music. Exactly. And that's something that like Tarantino, why he's my hero, like people think, it's just because of his movies. It's not, it's the whole picture. It's the whole, mm-hmm. like what he represents. He's the rebel in Hollywood. He's the guy that worked at a video store and came in there and like blew everyone out of the water. Right. The revolutionary. Mm-hmm. And that's how I see myself. It's like, I want to be the guy that, uh, you know, goes into the industry, breaks in. And, uh, if people watch my movies, you know, the younger generation, the next generation, I want them to be like, read me up and be like, wow, this guy never went to film school. Like, exactly. mom, I don't yeah. need to go to film school. Like I can do it. Cause when I was growing up, man, I was told my whole life, like, Yo, if you wanted to be a filmmaker, why don't you just study film? Or like my mm-hmm. dad told me, why don't you go to York for film school? Why don't you? And I and I felt that was discouraging me. Like it was said with such, you know, spite, like you should have done something about it. Mm-hmm. And I've made so many connections and contacts. Was it easy? No, because I knew no one and it was frightening as hell. Uh, mm-hmm. Film school grants you that opportunity. But man, like, like, like yourself, right? It, it's possible, you know, uh, yeah. we're, we're the embodiment. Obviously, we have a long way to go or the embodiment of like what could happen if you just kind of set your mind to something and do it. Yeah. And there's a beauty in that, you know, when you put all your time and effort into it, like you feel like, like you owe yourself that, that expectation to keep going and keep pushing. Exactly. And that's when you discover like a new part of yourself and new ways to be good at what you're doing. So exactly. There's a, there's a real, there's a real beauty in that. A hundred percent, man. Well, I'm really happy that you have yourself a legacy and I'm really happy yeah. that uh, you're staying true the art of music, right? Um, it's so important. Yeah. Music is essential to every art form and every medium. Uh, I can't think of one that doesn't utilize it. Even the guy who paints a canvas is using music to inspire right. himself or right. defeat the boredom, <laughs> the tedious nature. Exactly. Of painting, right? Exactly. So music applies everywhere. Uh, thank you so much, Chino, for coming on the podcast, discussing yeah. your journey, sharing your insights as a music producer um, and all the you know upcoming successes I wish you. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's it's real, really nice to be able to kind of express myself and talk about all these things that are going on. It's really cool. Really appreciate it. Yeah, hundred percent. Having said that, thank you so much, Chino, again for coming on the podcast. Thank you everybody for listening, and we'll talk soon.